Hi, and welcome to another episode of Chatter About the Chatter, your live podcast with Cuddy Cudworth. Uh, we have a new, uh, beautiful, absolutely fantastic coach for you. Uh, and we really are going to deep dive the different facets and the different ideas of coaching, life coaching uh, all around the world. And we are truly going international today. And we are going to have a little bit of chatter about that chatter as well, uh, those thoughts and how we can calm those uh, with monkey mind relaxation. I'm your host, Cuddy Cudworth, and today's guest is Rebecca Thompson Foley. How are you, my love? I'm absolutely fantastic, Cuddy. Thanks so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Not a problem at all. Now, I'm so excited. The reason I reached out to you is because your new company uh, is all about uplifting and relocation and rebranding. And I found that absolutely fascinating uh, because I am a little bit aware of, of your expertise and where you've been in life and how you can definitely bring that to coaching. It's a phenomenal story that we're going we're gonna to deep dive. Uh, but it's the relocation, the rebranding that absolutely just fired off fireworks for me. I'm like, oh, I need to find out about that. And to any of our listeners... Uh, to any of our viewers, whether on YouTube or on Spotify, I'm like, this is going to resonate with so many uh, people, especially from that international aspect as well, as you truly are. Uh, so, Rebecca, tell us a little bit about yourself and how we got started. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Cody. So, I mean, we obviously have a, a past and many mutual friends and colleagues, but um, I was originally a professional performer, professional dancer many, many moons ago. Um, and as I tell this story, the theme that you'll see trickling all the way through is that along the way, unbeknownst to me, because it didn't have a title, I had a coach or um, somebody that was a mentor or somebody that was egging me along the way, but I didn't even realize that it was happening. And now when I look back and I reflect, I realize there was um, a cruise director that said to me when I was a dancer, you need to be a cruise director, you need to be head of entertainment. And I thought, why would I wanna be head of entertainment? Somebody saw something, somebody encouraged me, somebody coached me without me even realizing it was happening. And there I went, catapulted up to a, um, a, another position. Then after years on ships uh, as the head of entertainment, the lead, somebody else said, you need to go into the corporate world and make a bigger impact for those that are on ships by leading them uh, straight away. No, why would I do that? And you know, these have all got titles now, coaches. My, my reaction to everything was more of an imposter syndrome. I can't do that. Why would I wanna do that? And kind of pushing these things away. And all of these things along the way were people sort of encouraging me because they saw in me what I didn't even see in myself. Yeah. So sure enough, catapulted up to, yes, the VP of entertainment for a cruise line corporate, thousand plus employees, the only female executive in operations alongside, um, you know, the VP of food and beverage, VP of revenue, um, VP of HR, and still to a certain point, questioning, do I belong here? Do I belong here? And again, another voice coming along, um, sort of really supporting me along the way. So I can clearly see along my journey that I didn't necessarily believe in myself, but somebody else did. Somebody gave me a leg up. Somebody coached me. Somebody opened my eyes to what I was capable of. Um, and all of those individual people's, uh, people helped me along the way. And then about 
three years ago, as I say, the only female um, executive in operations, working with um, Andra Day, working with Malala Yousafzai and just these incredible people, incredible producers across the world that were Kylie Minogue's team that did the London Olympics. And um, I was alongside all of these incredible people and finally had that moment of, yes, I do belong, but now where am I going? Yeah. What do I want? You know, I've been encouraged along the way, but now really having that moment. And I, I took a step back, Cuddy, and it was about, it was, it was three years ago. I was in Miami, top of my game, and I hired a coach, yeah. a life slash career coach. Um, and it was that final moment, instead of being swept up along the sails, no pun intended, of, of, of where my journey took me, the first time I actually took a stand myself and said but what do I want now yeah and that was and I went to a life coach just as everybody does for their initial meeting thinking she's gonna tell me what I want <laughs> and she didn't and along the way during my interaction with my incredible coach Jackie Purdy here to there.co.uk amazing all of this I realized was actually inside of me. I found the answers. Yeah. And um, and all these brilliant things started happening and I quit my corporate job. Because, <laughs> <laughs> right? Sorry, stop me at any point, Cody, because- Oh, carry on. And yeah, I mean, incredible top of your game, living the life in, in Miami with my wonderful son and husband. And yep, decided to quit. Um, the amazing CEO of the company, she said, no, you're not quitting. <laughs> um, and I said I was moving back to England and for a year, I worked remotely before it was called to work remotely. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I still led this team, still created, was still this executive in operations. Um, and then the travel became more, I was away from my family even more. So I'd moved back to England to be closer to family and now was away even more. Um, and so finally, finally quit and walked away and really decided what I wanted to do. And, and it was at that moment that things started to come my way. And I know you're a big believer in manifestation. Yes. Um, you can see behind me, I've always had my quotes, anyone who knows me well, um, in the fabulous the studios, rehearsal studios for Celebrity Cruises and Royal Caribbean with these amazing performers, all of our studios, we had quotes put up on the wall so that when they were performing and tired and exhausted and, um, and unsure of themselves, they had positive quotes everywhere around them. And um, I decided that was kind of like my superpower was inspiring and, and motivating others. Yeah. Um, I suddenly became the, one of the top 90 women in, in hospitality, travel and leisure in the UK. And with that came a, a, a mega opportunity to actually become a mentor. Yes. So that then was that whole shift for me of this is my new life calling. It's, it's just different phases in your life. And, and it's, it's, it's relocating physically, but it's relocating spiritually, emotionally. Um, achievement wise and I had a big shift and a big rebrand um, and that sort of led me to to where I am today yes what a lovely journey and there is so many beautiful quips in there 
I love the word rebranding. Relocation, I think, is fantastic. You are an executive coach. And a lot, the premise of Monkey Mind Relaxation is about the chatter behind the chatter. So when you were right in there and you said, oh, I had the imposter syndrome. And this is a new word that's popped out, imposter syndrome, is not feeling right where we are or we have the right to be there. So it comes down to like self-worth and, and, and being good enough in those kind of areas, which is something I definitely work with, with, with a lot of my clients and things like that. So what was your chatter? What was the chatter like for you, Rebecca, when you were right at the top of your game and you feel like you have that imposter syndrome? Because that's the monkey mind. That's that little chatter that just keeps going on back at, at the back of the mind. So what was that like for you? Yeah, it was the, I don't have the qualifications. I, um, and and unfortunately, it was part of being the only female executive in this yeah. um, in the operations team. Um, and and uh, the chatter in my head was, is what I'm saying valuable? Is is um, uh, do I belong here? They're going to find me out. Um, and do you know what switched for me, Cuddy? Was there were so many people on my team globally, not globally. even physically with me. I suddenly realized they're looking to me. They're looking to me. They want to believe that what we're doing is right. And I had an absolute switch in my mind before I resigned of, I do belong and I belong because I know I can bring these people with me. Yeah. And the, the chatter stopped when I made it about the team. And I look back now and that was kind of my legacy there was looking at how many people have succeeded, believing in all of them, whenever they doubted themselves. And again, not realizing until now I was coaching them, I was mentoring them, but they were looking to me for that. And that's what switched the chatter off for me was you do belong because you need to bring these people with you because they deserve it. Brilliant. And so if they deserve it, the only way for me to bring them with me is to really, truly, deep down believe that I deserve it. And it switched. Brilliant. I love it. So what is the name of your new company now? This is the, the whole, you are now the figurehead of your own company. It's a beautiful uh, company. So what is it, Rebecca? So it's Uplift International Coaching. And Uplift, there are so many, you know, you, you know, Cuddy, anyone who comes up with their own company, any entrepreneur is really thinking, What's the name that I come up with? And I went back and forth with so many, but you know, when you look at the Wikipedia, it's really about lifting others up. And I take that back to, I realize that that is my superpower. I can lift others up. And that's where I came up with Uplift and International because as you know, Cody, I mean, uh, Cody, I've lived in so many countries. I've worked in 80 plus countries. I've worked alongside 65 plus different nationalities every ethnicity and um and culture and belief and spirituality and when you've worked globally with so many people your life is so enriched yeah. and you're bubbling over literally with so much richness which i believe i have that it's almost bubbling over so much you want to share it yeah and and when i was mentoring um for uh, the women in hospitality in the uk mm -hmm. um I would get off a call with any of my mentees and my husband would say, your adrenaline and your buzz right now is 
massive. You are on such a high. And it took me back to all the times that I really felt happy and successful in my career and in my life. And I realized that I was getting off these calls as the mentor, equally, if not even more so uplifted than the mentees that I was guiding and supporting and inspiring. And I do the same every time I have a conversation with someone, when I speak with you, Cody, or when I speak with Lisa Stabin Richardson, who inspires me, or I get off and I'm just, I get off a call, I get off a Zoom and I'm, I'm just full of adrenaline. And I believe that that's what it, 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 it's a circle and it's a cycle. And I feel like I'm just literally giving back everything that's overflowing. Yeah. Uplifting. It really is uplifting. Uh, now, you are, you like to call yourself a relocation specialist as well, but it's a rebranding specialist as well, I think. And I, I think the rebranding, because you, I, actually, there's a few things I, I want you to share the story about um, packing your suitcase. That is a beautiful story of how you think about coaching, about relocation and rebranding. I thought that that touched me and I was like, the, our listeners, after they have to listen to that. So share the story about packing your suitcase. Cody, I've been packing my own suitcase since I was about 18 years old, since I traveled, since I was a dancer. And my mom actually said to me, okay, it's time for you to pack your suitcase. And she, she always said to me, make sure if you've got two suitcases, that you split your suitcase equally, half in one case, half in the other. So if one goes missing, you've at least got the other. And I remember packing my suitcase for the first time myself and I put all of my left shoes in one suitcase and all of my right shoes in the other suitcase. Mum said I kind of missed the point there because then if I lost my suitcase, I would only be walking with left shoes or right shoes. But a suitcase has been a thread through throughout my whole life. And I have lived in so many different countries. I've lived in a palace in Abu Dhabi. I've lived in a, an amazing hotel for a year in South Korea. I've lived on international waters with cruise ships. I've lived in America. Um, so I've packed many, many a suitcase. When you think about relocating, you could be relocating to a new company. You can be relocating to a new skill set in life and you making your own company or you can be packing a suitcase, moving across the country or moving to another city, or like you and I, Cody, and many other people, especially in this world, really moving to another country, to the other side of the world where the culture is different, the temperature is different. Um, and when you pack your suitcase, Cuddy, um, and you move, or if you move company, if you pack up your office and you go to another company, you pack everything up, but as you pack everything into a box, you think to yourself, do I want this? Do I need this material item that I'm packing into a box or packing into a suitcase? Do I need this? Do I even want this? Is this relevant in my life right now? Can I take it with me? Do I have the capacity to take it with me? Will it fit in a wardrobe? Um, how much will it cost me to ship it there? And you ask so many questions about material things, but we never ask enough questions, Cuddy, about the emotional things and the intellectual things. Do I want to take those limiting beliefs with me or those imp the imposter syndrome or the questions or the doubts that I have about myself? Um, do I want to take, if you've um, acquired, which people do, a kind of animosity or a bitterness along the way because you haven't been supported where you are? Um, or you're leaving things behind materialistic, 
Are there maybe some things that you don't want to take with you on your new journey into new possibilities? And that can be leaving behind skill sets. It can be limiting beliefs, negative thoughts, doubts, etc. So it's really when you rebrand and you relocate to somewhere, what do you want to take with you? What do you need to take with you? And what's it okay to leave behind? Beautiful. And so that's the big question for people. And, and as you do move, you're rebranding. You're thinking, you know, one of my first questions to anybody, Cuddy, when I meet them is, who's your brand in three words? If I said to you now, Cuddy, who is your brand in three words? What would you tell me? Oh, meditation, calming the thoughts, positive thinking. Absolutely. And those are the things that you, you have decided and you truly believe in are going to take you to where you want to go. What, what are the things that you left behind, Cuddy? Oof. Um, we, we, do you know what? It's a really good question, by the way. <laughs> really, but I'm, I'm generally the one that's supposed to be asking you questions. No, absolutely. Look, uh, when it comes from, like, a, a pre, we, we mentioned this before we started, is especially when you're in a job, you become that job and you become the belief that that's your job and that's what you do and that's how you provide. So, and I think if anything taught us from COVID, uh, with with the world stopping down is we we a lot of people have lost their jobs and a lot of people have had to either get stuck in well I can't go and do my job anymore well that's me that's me I'm finished and that's that closed mindset that 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 really doesn't open you up for growth mindset of and I think the biggest freshest word right now which I genuinely uh, love is pivot you you have, we have if anything pivot had to give us some change in life. And there's always one book that still stays with me now, which was Who Moved the Cheese? Do you ever read the book, Who Moved the Cheese? I haven't, but I'm writing that on my new list. It's a good book. And it's, a, it's, a, it's such a clever book because it's about change and how the only constant in life is change. And they've done it about my, my sister and me is looking for cheese. And it's a very quick book. And it still, it resonates with me now. I'm, I'm trying to think of the name of the, the mice because it was, you, you have to change. So obviously my old job was, was cruise director and the whole world stopped. And then I, I, yeah, I have to come up with that. Well, I can't do that now. What am I going to go and do? Well, do you know what? I've been following life coaching. I've been following mindsets. I've been following and learning uh, how to change your thoughts because of, of, of my self-destruction many, 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 many years ago. And I just, I thought, do you know what? It's the perfect time to do it. I've always had this company going on in the background, this little monkey mind relaxation, which was where I used to lecture all over the world. And pivot, pivot was the one thing that I had to learn and not getting stuck in, that's what was, that's what I am. And that's not my identity. This is actually now my identity. And once you change your identity, you do get uh, to change. So yeah, we, we absolutely left a lot of things uh, behind like that. So pivot, great. Honestly, thank you so much, Rebecca. You're welcome. There you go, pivot for you. Yeah. And then, you know I mean it's it's really asking yourself all of those questions who's your brand in three words and then a, a great a great one from a friend of mine Lisa Stabin Richardson was um when you leave a room what's the one word you would hope that people would describe you as oh, that's a beautiful question beautiful. and so that's um that's quite a powerful one as well, I think, you know. So, but coming from ships, it's really interesting. Um, one of the companies I work with this year is a global company. So we had people in Australia, in Germany, in America, and, um, and I was coaching the team and putting together a whole coaching session um, 
for the team and our, and our whole program together for young professionals that really, really wanted to be continuously curious, explore and grow and develop themselves. And they were amazing professionals. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy working with them. Um, and uh, one day there were, the whole team had a big project and they were really, really kind of stuck on what if it goes wrong, what if it goes wrong? Instead of what could happen when it goes right, they went straight into the negative of what if it goes wrong. And I came up with the boat theory. I love it. Kind of anyone who knows obviously our background, um, it's kind of a sort of tongue in cheek pun, but um, it just, it just hit me one day that what does this team need to do instead of going into the dark cave of what if it goes wrong? How do I bring them to? But if we go into this thinking, what could go so right coming out of this? So I came up with the boat theory and it's it's B is for breathe, 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 breathe. Take a moment. You're getting caught up. Your head is spinning. You just breathe. Seems obvious but we do so little of it in the day and so little yep. consciously of it in the day, right? Then, oh, opportunity. What is the opportunity that we can get out of this? How can we push ourselves so much? Take a moment and just think to ourselves, but hold on, instead of thinking I can't do this, I could come out of this with a whole new skill. What is the opportunity here for me and for the team? Um. And that one really, really kind of stuck to me. And then A, the hardest thing for me in my coaching sessions with my brilliant coach was always when she would say to me, what are your achievements? We don't celebrate them. We don't celebrate them enough. So what is my achievement coming out of this big project? What will I have achieved? Smallest, smallest possible thing to the biggest thing. And I say to my clients, Cody, and I encourage anybody listening to this, get a book that is your achievements book. Yeah. It can be the smallest thing. It can be that you stepped outside today and you meditated for five minutes. It can be that you spoke to the neighbor. It can be that you remember to put the trash can out because you forget every week. It can be the smallest, smallest thing, or it can be a massive achievement. But we don't take the time to think about our achievements, Cuddy. Nope. And so I encourage everybody. And then when you're in a moment where you are doubting yourself, or you are nervous about something, or you are pivoting, or you are relocating, or you are rebranding yourself, go back to that achievements book. And look at how far you've come and then you'll realize how far you can go. And then the final one is T. And it's trust, cutting Trust. And that means trust in yourself. Trust in the belief of where you're going. Trust in the person, the brand that you are. And then surround yourself with people that you trust. Take a look. And also trust in their abilities, Sometimes we've got to give people a chance and let them fly and let them spread their wings. And no matter what the consequence, the feeling they'll get from being trusted to do that is even bigger than it could be if the, if the thing itself failed. So the boat theory is truly, truly breathe. Think of the opportunities. Think about the achievements you and those around you have had and then trust, trust in yourself and trust in others. So if that can help anybody out there, Brilliant. could it? brilliant honestly it's 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 so simple uh but it's profound it, it genuinely is 
Can I um, can I give you an instance of when I used the boat theory? Yes, so, absolutely. So the the example that I gave to the team because you could kind of see oh oh I'm on the fence it sounds good this boat theory but if people haven't necessarily gone through coaching or aren't open to that or don't know that they're open to that yet so I had to give an example and the example was working for two years towards um the naming ceremony and the Malala Fund partnership with Malala Yousafzai and her incredible team and the pinnacle moment of this partnership where Malala Yousafzai, obviously, you know, youngest ever um, Nobel Prize winner, Peace Prize winner, and um, she was coming on the ship and I was the executive producer for the event where she was going to speak. Two years in the making for this event, Malala came on, we had, we were in the theater, we had FBI agents that were in the, the fly loft in the tower, in the pit of the theater, everywhere around the ship. It was a massive, massive undertaking. And as we got to the rehearsal for the event that was going to happen that day, that was going to be streamed on Facebook Live to over a million people, everything was kind of riding on this. And in came this incredible young woman who was of small stature, but the most massive, massive presence I've ever felt of anybody I've ever come into contact with in my life. And unfortunately, because of jet lag, Malala did not feel very well. And so we're just probably about an hour and a half, two hours away from the event. And I'm thinking, I hope she, first of all, I hope she's going to be okay because she's a beautiful young woman who does so much good in the world, but also we have a lot of people with high expectations around us. And so what did I do, Cuddy? Tell me. I took a breath. <laughs> I love it. I took a breath. And then I saw the opportunity. And so I stepped on stage. So I can say I was Malala's um, stunt double, stand in for a, for a moment. Um, and I took her place alongside the executives ready for the event. Um, and the opportunity there was for me to, to show that we could keep moving forward. And also the achievement for me was making everybody else around me feel comfortable. And I could only do that if I was breathing, seeing the opportunity in it, seeing that the achievement was getting the event done and giving Malala her time to feel better. And then it was trusting, trusting in my ability in the people around me to still make this event happen. And thankfully the wonderful Malala, I sat down with her, her mom and her dad who were incredible people. We had a moment and then she came out and gave the most powerful speech and made a difference to over a million people's lives that day. And so that was, that was where boat theory example really, really sticks in my mind. And it can be in the smallest opportunity or it can be in the biggest. It can be in your personal life. It can be in moving. It can be in your family life. It can be in your career. But really, really think through the boat theory. Wow. I love that. I absolutely love that, especially when it comes to the breath. I am the biggest believer in breath. People, it's the most somebody I always I think I've done on a lot of the podcasts is everybody always says Cody what is your superpower breath T breath always always stick with the breath it will calm you down in every instance uh, so that that is a powerful story Rebecca I'm sat listed and I'm like I'm in I want to be rebranded I want to rebrand <laughs> <laughs> Rebrand yourself in your new world. It's just and 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 then there's a. I don't want people to have a fear of it. You can question. 
Do I want to be rebranded? But don't have a fear. It doesn't mean you lose who you are. I'm still sitting here today talking about the story of putting left shoes and right shoes in the wrong suitcase. I'm still that same person, but you just keep, I'm continuously curious and you just keep growing. And with every human interaction that I have, every single human interaction I have makes me an even richer person. And then if you can share that back with other people, it's the, it's the greatest superpower in the world it with is. breath. And if you, uh, do you know, it, it is. And you think of the, the amount of times that every time you meet someone, especially in the, in the backgrounds that we have, that we learn and grow. I'm a, I'm, I'm 100% believer in that. Is every, every experience. There's no positive, negative. It's, it's an Every experience is an, an enriching one. If it's something that you didn't appreciate, you'll learn from it. If there's, if there's something that's positive, brilliant. We take that as well. But every negative experience that I've had made me stronger, made me wiser, made me healthier, made me better. I just, and it's a simple reframing technique that's such a clever thing that we do for our mental health and our well-being and I absolutely love it and your stories today are absolutely phenomenal Rebecca and I mean that absolutely amazing and I've genuinely enjoyed that uh even I, I was completely in especially when you were talking about the suitcases and the shoes I'm like oh, I love this this is <laughs> phenomenal podcast thank oh, you so much if it just helps one person out there Cody honestly and and I'm, I'm honored that you would even think of bringing me on this today and I'm so proud of the journey that you have, have had as well and that you every single day wake up and you're in your 7am meetings and you're doing your affirmations and you're breathing and you do it then you only want to make a difference and and I'm really proud of everything that you're doing at Monkey Mind. It's, it's oh, wow. You're going to, you get, look, I, we know each other quite well, but I am a big, soppy guy. I am six foot two and three feet wide. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm close to tears just by you giving me a little bit of compliment. How nice is that, Rebecca? Thank you so much. Thank no. you very much for coming up. The I've got a feeling we're going to do more. I have a feeling, I've been saying this to a lot of the guests because. I mean, we've only been talking for about 45 minutes, but sometimes you just want to hear more from these guest speakers. So thank you so much for coming into the podcast. Uh, very much appreciated. I know we're going to work together in the future. I can, I can just feel it. I can just- 100%, 100%. And Cody, remember, and everybody listening, that the greatest gift you can ever give anybody is your time. So thank you for your time today. I so appreciate it. <laughs> I'm writing these things down. I'm just writing these things down. <laughs> It's recording, you're fine. <laughs> From the ex-CEO, uh, uh, Vice President of Entertainment at uh, Cruise Lines, uh, I've just learned some absolute pearls there. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Cody. Thank you for everyone to listening. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Much appreciated. Thank you very much for everyone for tuning in uh, to another episode of Chatter About the Chatter, talking about everything life coaching. Uh, and uh, We touched on the, uh, the, the, the imposter syndrome, which is, a complex that so many people have. I know I had that in the past and it still pops up with my monkey mind on a daily basis of like, whoa, am I good enough for this? Absolutely. And that analogy uh, of boats is beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, that is gold. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. Uh, I can't wait to uh, see you uh, coming back to a future podcast with us here. I'm Cody Cudworth, the proud founder and owner of Monkey Mind Relaxation. And don't forget, the goal of Monkey Mind Relaxation isn't to control your thoughts. It's not to let your thoughts control you. Coach you and I change your thoughts and calm your monkey mind on a daily basis. I'm Cody Cudworth. Thank you very much, Rebecca. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.